This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the Champion Forum Podcast, everyone. I am your host, Lem Woodson, and we are excited to be a part of your pursuit to leadership excellence. Today, we are excited to bring to you Hanch's How To's 5.0. Well, Jeff, it's been a little while. It's been a little while since we've been in here together, man. Catch me up on some of the stuff that's been going on. It has, man. It, you know, we, we had a little respite on the uh, Hanch's How To. So, uh, look, we had the holiday. We had, uh, you know, a little downtime. Yeah. And, we had some really exciting interviews that we've been doing with some exciting guests that uh, some of them have already been launched. Some of them are launching. So it's always good to get back in the studio and yeah. uh, catch up on some of the nuggets Absolutely. that have been happening out there in the field. So, man, there's been a lot going on, actually, within uh, Jeff Hancher Enterprises, the Champion Forum. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the biggest things that uh, that I'm excited about right now is the launch of our second leadership development group. Nice. Uh, this this has been uh, really really fun to do. Uh, basically, think uh, think online live leadership development, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's grown really fast. So like we it. have uh, a combination of uh, tenured leaders, uh, wannabe uh, leaders in the future, mm-hmm. people that are aspiring to lead, and we're just covering some uh, great business practices and leadership principles so uh we are launching another group i want to keep the groups kind of tight so we are going to be launching that within the next couple of weeks what could what what could they expect if they join this group then well i would tell you this um you know how it started and how it is are a little bit different you know i've switched it up a little bit based off of who is on the call so i do custom tailor it Mm -hmm. but uh think uh think interactive live q a uh, that's really the heart of this. You know, this isn't like you you hit the video and somebody's talking to you. This is live Q&A. This is me uh, producing leadership best principles that not only are relevant for today, but leadership principles that have withstood the test of time. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that you have other groups of people on there that you can benchmark with. So the discussion gets very robust. Right. Uh, we cover everything from fundamental leadership principles up to, uh, you know, things such as navigating tough discussions, Mm -hmm. terminating employees. Uh, We're embarking right now on situational leadership. Uh, We talk about things like assertiveness. We get into complex issues like building great cultures and how to communicate effectively. And what I've learned, Lem, uh, in my own leadership journey is leadership is absolutely one of those things that it's much better caught than it is taught. And I want to give an opportunity. Maybe you're out there and you're like, hey, you know, I'm not sure if I have the time. I'm not sure if it's something I want to invest in. First off, let me tell you this. There's no better investment uh, that you can make than the one in personal development. We hear this from the likes of Warren Buffett and and most all successful people. Mm-hmm. The investment of your in yourself is always going to give you the best return. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look, uh, let me make it easy on you. The first five people that are listening to this and are interested in just kind of kicking the tires, shoot me an email and in the subject line, just put simply, sign me up. 
I'll give you your first month at no cost. If it doesn't add value, I'll give you a nice virtual handshake, be on your way. But I think what you're going to find is it's one of these things that can absolutely help you drive to leadership excellence. So hope to see you in a group soon. Sounds great. And hey, like Jeff just said, you know, if you would like to take part in this group, be one of the first five people to email with the subject line, sign me up, and you will get your first month at no cost. So let's get going. Let's get started with this Hanches How-Tos 5.0. And if you're listening and you haven't heard of one of these before, Hanches How-Tos are a collection of things that Jeff takes from his coaching calls, his recent consulting meetings, his recent discussions, and they're things that he feels like would be highlights. So we love them because we get to see into these actual meetings like a fly on the wall. So we haven't done one in a while, but what do you have for us this time, Jeff? Yeah, I'm excited to share really three points. Uh, I looked over my notes. Uh, basically, what I do in these meetings after I'm doing reviews or trainings, I, I highlight certain things that I think are nuggets that that folks could benefit from. Because mm-hmm. to your point, Lem, these are like re- live. These right. are oh, these yeah. happen. These are yeah. people that are bringing me challenges. I'm bringing solutions, whatever it might be. And I mm-hmm. do have this. Uh, I have a client that. Uh, crazy successful, uh, very, very running a very successful business, but admittedly, uh, is telling me about how they procrastinate. Uh, you know, this leads to, uh, late nights. Mm-hmm. This leads to cramming for the test. Right now, look, I mean, whenever they start, uh, when they're on the stage, they perform extremely well when they're going into the meeting, uh, the sales meeting, the staff meeting, whatever it might be. They're very polished. They're very, uh, good at what they do, but admittedly they're telling me, uh, they need to work on productivity mm-hmm. because they find that procrastination is getting them into a place that they're not as effective as they could be. Right. And so the first point that I want to give you in Hanches How-Tos 5.0 is this. Procrastination kills productivity. It does. And to be a great leader, you need to overcome procrastination, all the while building self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And self-discipline is at the heart of of the uh, beating this procrastination. Yeah. Because sometimes we have more to do than time to do it. We keep pushing something off. Right, right. Um, And that's typically the case with most successful leaders, most successful entrepreneurs is you have a, a litany of things that need to get done. Mm-hmm. And so you work typically on the things that you enjoy most. Mm-hmm. But, but what you might find is the thing that needs done the most that you enjoy the least is the thing you procrastinate until the very last minute. Exactly. This creates shoddy work. Uh, Even if the work's okay and you're winning, you're still not giving it your very best. And so, uh, matter of fact, this is something that Lem and I sat in a meeting on uh, recently when you talked about this same subject as well, which I also shared with this same client. There's a book by Brian Tracy called Eat the Frog. I think I referenced this literally in the first (laughs) uh, season of Mm -hmm. the Champion Forum podcast about productivity. Uh, but this was something that Lem and I sat in uh, a group call, a group discussion with recently as well. And the book is, it's so simple, but one of the most well-written books on procrastination that I've come across. I would agree. And basically, uh, you know, I love the title too, Eat That Frog, because it's like, what's this going to be about? But the essence of this book is there's, there's two rules in frog eating. Uh, the, the first rule in frog eating is if you have to eat two frogs, eat the ugliest one first. Exactly. Like nobody wants to eat frogs in the first place, but right. if you have two, eat the ugliest one first. Another way of saying that is if you have two important tasks before you, start with the biggest, hardest, 
and most important task first. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to require that you discipline yourself to begin immediately and don't quit until the task is complete before you move on to something else. Along the way, you have to continually remind yourself that one of the most important decisions that you are going to make every single day is your choice of what you will do now and what you're going to do later if you do it at all. Right. And, and you can research time and time again, the most successful people do this well. Meaning, is there something to be said about multitasking? Yes. But let me, let me be the first one to tell you. Multitasking is overrated. We have to find that thing that's going to give us the biggest ROI, whether we like it or we don't like it. And we need to put this in daytight compartments right. and knock this stuff out early so this thing's not hanging on us. Yep. The second rule in frog eating is if you have to eat a live frog at all, it doesn't pay to sit and look at it for very long. Like if you're staring down at this nasty looking frog, knowing you have to eat it, it's better to just get this thing done. Mm-hmm. Get the frog eaten so that you can move on and not have to thinking think about it all day long. Right. The key to reaching high levels of productivity is to develop the habit of tap, tackling all of these arduous things you don't like the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Think about what those things are for you and get them done. Mm -hmm. It's for this reason that a lot of people work out early in the morning. True. Not to say that you might hate working out or whatever it might be, but you know if you wait till the end of the day, it's probably not going to happen. Not to mention all day you're thinking about, oh my gosh, I got to get that workout in. I know I got to do this. I got to do that. Start your day with the biggest, most important, and most dreaded task. I like that. It's also the task that you're most likely to procrastinate on. This is what draws people to procrastination. Yeah. You know, I think back in my uh, corporate days, the frog for me so many times Mm -hmm. was my expense report. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this thing is like, I got 25 receipts. Mm -hmm. I got to upload them to this software system. Mm -hmm. I got to write comments of who I went to dinner with, where I was, why I was there, all this stuff. And in my mind, I'm like, this is a drag on productivity in and of itself. Like this isn't bringing in results. This isn't bringing in sales. This isn't bringing in profit. This is a draw on my time and productivity. Mm -hmm. But guess what? It was necessary. Right. And so if I was wise... I would have been the one getting up at five in the morning, knocking this thing out. Mm -hmm. Because as that deadline was looming, this thing ate at me. What do I do? The day of the deadline, I'd be the one in the hotel lobby, you you know, using up five tables with (laughs) a thousand receipts up till 1230, (laughs) one o'clock at night, submitting an expense report. That's insanity. Yeah. We've got to tackle these things early. And so go check out the book, Eat That Frog. But the essence of it is list your 10 things. And then list the one that you don't like the most that needs done the quickest Mm -hmm. and get that thing done. Have blinders on on that task and don't do anything else. Because it's like, if I do this, not only is it not going to be weighing on me throughout the day or days, Mm -hmm. but I also know it's going to give me great return. Exactly. We see all the successful people do this. They take time out to do what they know is going to move the needle. Yeah. So what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Get the things done that you don't like first. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I've I learned so much in the short time that we've been talking about that book that it's absolutely paramount. I totally agree. Eating the frog is the best way. And what I've started doing is 
eating the frog the way I want it. If I'm gonna eat a frog, I'm gonna eat a frog that's going to be deep fried, <laughs> double battered. All right, <laughs> you're setting, you're setting I, the environment. Oh yeah, and I'm going right. to eat it on the porch of my favorite restaurant with somebody playing reggae in the background. Man, that's, that's what's going to happen. That, there's something to be said about that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if, if I had to do that expense report at five in the morning, well. Let's let's get your favorite coffee, your exactly. favorite drink. Yes, set set the tone with mm -hmm. some music. There you the go. Environment. That's what I'm gonna know, do. The sunrise coming up over wherever, whatever. Right. right. Like it doesn't have to be punishment. Exactly. You can set that tone. It's a it's a very yeah. valid point. Yeah. We don't exercise in punishment. You put your music in your ears. You know what I mean. You might be watching Sports Center or something like that while on a treadmill. So. The frog doesn't have to be torture. No, get the, it done, just man. Just get it done. Get, get it done. Get it out of the way. And, and procrastination, like I said, with multitasking, everybody that's successful has more to do than time to do it. Right. And even if you're not aware of, of this procrastination happening, in, in your mind, you're making split decisions because you're busy. Mm -hmm. And you're justifying in your mind busyness to that forces procrastination exactly you know you worked a 10-hour day but what you didn't realize in your subconscious you were pushing the frog off mm -hmm. pushing the frog off mm -hmm. justifying it in your mind that you're busy right but here's what we know busy and productive are miles apart two different things two very different things what's number two number two think like the customer i like that I loved this discussion. I have a customer that's in the service business, a, a client of mine that is in the service business. Mm -hmm. uh, they're dealing with customers all the time. They're dealing with the public all the time. And th they were talking to me about how to handle customers' uh, concerns, mm -hmm. complaints, whatever it might be. And some things on this, you know, this isn't necessarily a leadership topic, but it, a lot of people listening can identify Customer service is about people. Yes. And with people, what we, what we know is that there's no magic formulas uh, for people. Everybody's different. Everybody responds different. Everybody thinks different. Everybody's reasoning is different. It's all different. There's no magic formulas. It would be wonderful if all we needed was this master cheat sheet of what to say, when to say it. Uh, unfortunately, it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. It's just not, especially in customer service. However... Uh, there are absolutely universal truths about the way we communicate. I spent 24 years in the service industry, mm -hmm. and I've seen just about every dynamic that you can imagine uh, from customers. And this allowed me to observe and understand how people respond, what their triggers are, mm -hmm. and how to create raving fans, even when the situation might be less than ideal. Because as your business grows... Even if you drive down customer dissatisfaction, mm -hmm. which is our goal, is to drive down percentage of customer dissatisfaction. But as your customer base grows, even though you're drawing down the percentage, it can still be a high volume of uh, concerned customers that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. We can create raving fans out of less than ideal situations, but there is an art form to this. Mm -hmm. Without going into a customer service training what I'll tell you is what you say matters. Yeah. How you communicate matters. 100%. How you're hitting somebody's mindset matters. Yep. So I want to give you a, a few phrases that I was telling this client of mine to think about as they train their team uh, that's fielding these calls and so on and so forth. The first phrase that I want to I teach you and tell you about is this one. I'd be frustrated too. 
<laughs> it's critical yeah. not to just have and develop empathy, but to convey it to your customer. It's true. You know, think about it. Um, I We used to own a restaurant. My wife ran a restaurant. This one would always come up. Not this exactly, but something like it. Hey, I ordered fries with my burger and I didn't get my fries. A great response from the waiter, the waitress, whatever it might be is, man, I'd be frustrated too. Yeah. You know, whatever your industry is, if you can add it in your own words, mm -hmm. I'd be frustrated too. Yeah. What you're saying there is not only are you showing empathy, but you're you're conveying it. Right. What most people do naturally is say, I I'm sorry, I apologize. Yeah. Please forgive the oversight. That's a good first step. Yeah. But I'd be frustrated too. Now engages empathy. You're not just apologetic. Now you're empathizing and you're conveying it. The second phrase is, how can I make this right? You may not need to give away the farm. They might just want to vent. And this is one that is absolutely huge. After all, what's most important to the customer is what their expectation is. Mm -hmm. So many times, I, so I was talking to this specific client and I was role-playing with them. You know, hey, a customer complaint comes in. What have you heard? What have you observed would happen? Mm -hmm. Well, they would uh, comp them their invoice or they would give them 50% off their next order or right. they would give, 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 give. Right. Well, I understand why we do that. Why we do that is we feel like that's going to pacify the customer. But we have to understand the only thing that really matters is what's important to the customer. If you're giving away something, uh, a free fry with the next burger, uh, a $10 gift card off of your next purchase, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. you might be giving away something that is unnecessary. So when, we, when you get a customer complaint, a great response is, how can I make this right? Right. Why that's so important is you're telling them that I'm prepared to make this right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to make this right. Right. But how does that look to you, customer? They might simply say, look, um, I, there's really nothing that I expect, but I, I would, I want the order made. I want this made right. Uh, I know you missed the fries. Can mm -hmm. you go get me some? Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can. Whatever that might look like. But asking the question, how can I make it right? It really not only could save your company from giving away unnecessary things, mm -hmm. but then you're meeting the customer right at their expectation. Exactly. So practice this. The next one is, I'd be happy to help. This phrase speaks volumes when your customer doesn't even realize it. There's been time and time again research of customer service that proves that, that hearing and using positive words, it does something to the psychology of how we think. It alters how we respond. This is true. And we see this in so many different ways. But think about this. Instead of responding with a bland, uh, I'll look into this for you, uh, tell them this. I'd happily be able to help. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be happy to help you. These bland things that we do in customer service, they come naturally, mm -hmm. but they're not effective. Right. They're pacifying something. They might even be diffusing it a little bit, but they're not getting into the psychology of creating a raving fan. Mm -hmm. A simple strategy like adding more positive power words to your interactions with customers can make a huge difference. Yeah. So whatever it is, whatever they come at you with, always begin with, I'd be happy to help. 
even if you know the customer's wrong, what they're looking for is help, yeah, clarity, yep. lack of, you know, clearing up confusion, those things like that. So again, point number three, use some phrases. Uh, to meet your customers right where they're at. What you say matters in customer service. I totally agree. And you know what? I could think of no better example than Chick-fil-A. You know, my pleasure. Yeah, right. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. I was. T- I talk to my wife every time we sit in a Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And I'm like, the reason why all these people are here is the service. It's true, That's it. man. It's just the service. And you know what you're going to get no matter where you go to Chick-fil-A. I could go to one here where we live. I could be in another state. And I know that... They're going to service me, and it's going to be a pleasurable experience. Yeah. And it starts with what they say. Yes, yeah. I know the rhetoric is going to be the same across the board. It's always going to be their pleasure to help. They're always going to be friendly. And what they say matters. It's true. It is true. Yep. And, and you, you know, we've all caught on to Chick-fil-A, right? right? It's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost folklore at this point. Exactly. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because we still smile. It feels just we, as good. We feel like a million bucks. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's yeah. like, it's really your pleasure to get me some right. Chick-fil-A sauce? Yep. Yep. Like, Absolutely. dang. Like, yeah. you feel like a million bucks. Yeah. You know, I remember on that note, thinking of Chick-fil-A, and you said it very well, I'm not there for the chicken, albeit that it's good. Mm-hmm. Not the best chicken sandwich I ever had. Right. But you know they're going to get it right. Exactly. And even if they don't, they're going to make it they're right. They're going to make it right. And they're going to give you their very best. Mm-hmm. It's a great experience. That's the difference. So I'm going through the I'm going through the uh, the drive through because uh, one I love Chick Fil A, but it's Veterans Day, and I'm like, hey, I might as well pull through because they're giving away free chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why not take advantage of a free chicken, exactly. chicken sandwich? Exactly. No brainer. <laughs> so I, I'm there and I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to have the uh, spicy chicken deluxe. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I forget exactly how the correspondence went, but I basically said I'm a veteran. And uh, the lady said, oh, that's just the original chicken sandwich. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I said, just go ahead and throw the other one on there. I'll be happy to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I get up to the register through the drive-thru, and uh, they give me the bag. I open the bag. I always check my order. There's two sandwiches in there. Mm-hmm. Give the lady my card. She hands it back. And she said, it's no charge today. And I said, no, 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 no. There was some confusion. I thought it was uh, complimentary. It wasn't. And she said, oh, no, no. There's no confusion. The least we could do for what you've done for us there is you give go. you a spicy chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A. It would be our pleasure. Nice. I'm like, dang. <laughs> yep. I'm ready to go to battle for you. Uh, exactly. Like, it is, uh, it's an experience. Yeah. And in customer service, this matters. Yes. You expect mm-hmm. a Chick-fil-A employee to say, it's my pleasure, and it feels good. Exactly. And it's even played out. Yeah. And they just keep saying it. They just do it. Because it matters. They it know matters. it affects how you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, hit us with number three. Number three, last one. Don't expect what you don't inspect. Love it. This is the one of the most frustrating things in leader in leadership, especially for newer leaders. Those ones that are coming from the individual contributor to leadership, mm-hmm. uh, because you feel like uh, once you say it, it's going to happen. Right. And let me be the first to tell you: if you're new to leadership, it does not. No. This new team that you just acquired, they're not going to do it the way you did it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're here. You have arrived into leadership because what you did was well. And matter of fact, it was better than most Mm -hmm. and and definitely better than most probably on the team that you just inherited. Right. People are not going to do it just because you said so. Right. Anybody that's a parent knows this. Hey, go clean your room. Okay, dad. Got it. Hey, did you clean your room? Yeah. I'm checking. 
I'm walking <laughs> up those steps and I'm inspecting. <laughs> did you clean the room? Not yeah. only did you clean it, but did you clean it to standard? Right. Because cleaning the room doesn't mean putting all your clean clothes back in the hamper. I know that trick. Yeah. I know that trick. Yeah. You yep. don't want to put your clothes away, so you want mom <laughs> to wash them again? What? Just because you said it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. If you take the time to ask the tough questions about progress mm. and compliance, you will get more focus and more follow through. Leaders, we got to be curious and ask a lot of questions. The more you probe, the more you know that you are absolutely getting what you ask for. Right. This type of repetition, it builds muscle tone for your business. Mm -hmm. And we have to ensure as leaders that honest people remain honest. Right. This is not micromanagement. Let's not confuse this. This is what I call checking the linkage. This is inspecting what you expect. Mm -hmm. you, you deliver a training. You deliver an expectation. You deliver the memo. You give the training behind it. You watch them do it. You observe them do it. You coach and redirect. You empower and release. It's not just going to happen. Right. You still got to follow up. You got to make sure that the project's going well, the assignment's going well, mm -hmm. the deadline's coming along, whatever it might be. That is not me telling you to swoop in and do it yourself. That is not me saying swoop in and tell them how to do it again. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely me saying swoop in, check the linkage, little things, how's it going? Right. Uh, when somebody says, yeah, mission complete, boss, got it, go inspect. And I'm not even saying every time, but we got to be spot checking because again, when we build this culture of excellence mm -hmm. and mission accomplishment, what we're doing is we're building muscle tone right. for this type of culture that we're creating. This is going to build the muscle tone for your leadership brand. It creates a strong expectation of what people can expect from you, that you're not going to be one of these leaders that just says it and walks away. Mm -hmm. Because if you are the leader that just says it and walks away and never checks in, People inevitably are going to take advantage of that. Right. And I'm not even saying they're bad people. I guarantee you, if I'm not doing this as a parent, things are going to go awry. Things are going to get nuts. Things are not just going to happen on their own. Right. As leaders, we got to hold people accountable, and we absolutely have to inspect. Totally agree. It helps on the front end. It helps in the middle, and it helps on the back end, too. The whole process, it stays correct and it cuts down frustration and it also it ultimately like you said it builds that muscle tone no doubt so only good things from it well that is hanch's how to's 5.0 we hope that you have enjoyed it and that you've been able to take these things and that you're going to be able to apply them on your leadership journey so the three lessons we learned today let's recap one procrastination kills productivity two think like the customer and three don't expect what you don't inspect. We appreciate you joining us today once again. Listen, if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about here or you have a question that you would like to have Jeff answer on the show, make sure you email us. Email us at jeffhancher at thechampionforum.com. Also, if you have received value from the show, it would mean the world to us if you would be so kind to rate and review the show from the platform you listen from. Listen, this really helps us to get the content to more people. So that's our show from for today. On behalf of myself and Jeff and the entire Champion Forum family, we will see you next time. And never forget, you have been set up to be a champion in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win.